0: Uh, JohnSydica.com. Our dear friends, John and Mike. You can get hold of the boys, 1-800-880-7507. I know their phone number, but I made sure not to call it. I gave them a 24-hour window to react to what happened to the Ravens. Are you guys okay?
1: Well, Brian, I'm still mourning, but you know what? After... <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm a realist. I mean, realistically, the Ravens should be favored by 9 or 10 or 13 the week before over anybody. And if you just go over, just, you know, beat with the eyeball test, they didn't beat one. I don't know if you know any. These are these are real facts. You may not know any of them. They didn't play. They didn't beat. They were 0-5 against teams that are in the playoffs. They beat one team with a winning record this year that was Detroit. And they had the easiest schedule, obviously bearing a lot of injuries. They played a lot of backup quarterbacks. They had that easiest route in the playoffs. So. That just shows they weren't a playoff team. But again, with all that out of the way, fourth and twelve, fifty-yard <laughs> touchdown. I know it, Brian. I I know.
0: I know. I, I know, Pally. And, and John, you're a bottom line guy. You always tell us the stories of, you know, you're sitting there and I was you, never you, late. You, well, you faded the you have you faded the Ravens and you got you've got a, your young son is like you know all, all crestfallen <laughs> when something. He's an bad. eagle. He's an eagle fan
2: now. He's oh, is belly. that how it all works? All of a sudden, he said, "Get me an eagle jersey." I said, "Man, you have no." shame in your
0: game he's Not. a mercenary too
2: Mer- total mercenary <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm going with my uncle my uncle's team now uh, anybody that... but the patriots
0: well it... i said well here's
2: the bad news it ain't, it's going to be the patriots well everybody's excited you're i know but to me there's really it's lackluster because i'm telling you right now and i said this last year the New England Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. So it's all a bunch of fanfare up to that point, but it like I said, I'm I got to take each game from a betting perspective. As I told Mike, the line was too high at 8 you had to take the Bengals or not mess with the game. And and that's the reality. We're all about the number. It's like the video that we did that stands the test of time. We're all about the number. And the fanfare part is obviously it's, it should be, if you're looking to make money, detached. And we'll cover this more in depth tomorrow for our one hour of power at sportsinsiderradio.com from 10 to 11. It should be detached from what we're trying to do, which is make money.
0: No, and, and a lot of stuff that we talk about is to try to get ahead of the number. And, and I would say this I, I think we're seeing inflated numbers on these wild card games with KC seven and a half eight. I think that one sits there uh, but I, I've got a feeling that we will see Bill's money I, I just don't know that you can trust Jacksonville and that number sitting at 7.5 or 8 i got a feeling by the time we get to the weekend I think you're going to see some 7 so if you're taking well, the points you want to bet it early
2: well, you know, the other thing is the international. This, So you already know this. The Bills is an international football team, not a national football team. So what I mean by that is Mike just got off the phone with a client who lives in Niagara Falls, Canada, Canada. Yes, who is an absolute Bills freak. So you've got to also remember you're getting money from the international side, from the Canadian side, because basically they've adopted Buffalo as their football team.
0: No, I mean these are all little things you, you take into account now, uh, and and we've got the college championship game. That being said, you know th- that's, those are the big boys, and this is what everybody be talking about all week long. But you got college basketball games tonight. You got NBA travel games tonight. You got hockey. I mean, the menu is full.
2: Yeah, and like I said, you know, I have a Treasure Island app that I, after listening to your advertisement on your show, I went and opened, and I will tell you, I hit a five-teamer on the app. Obviously, I can't access it from Baltimore. Rounding it out with Georgia was the fifth game. Can you imagine oh. that? that game? I had to literally turn it off before they scored to tie it up. I literally, so, you know, this is the thing. Ball bounces. Somebody says you should hedge. I'm not going to hedge a $100 parlay to win 2000 But the point is, is that, you know, a lot of people were very irritated with Mike yesterday. Our biggest play on the board yesterday was the Minnesota Timberwolves in the NBA. And this goes back to looking for line value. Yeah, I had that parlay, but I didn't release that game to my clients because in my parlay, where I had Georgia plus two. So I bet that in December 6th, and look at how much the line moved yeah. by game time. It was a five-and-a-half point line move, you're talking plus two to minus three and a half. And so when you say it's not what you bet, it's when you bet, because I do a lot of futures play when I am in Nevada and I'm locking those plays in a lot of times on the apps or on the tickets and then I'm flying back to Baltimore, there when you're playing three weeks, four weeks out, you know, You can really see the difference of how these lines move. Yesterday, I mean, yesterday was wicked. I mean, I don't know how anybody could say they had a definitive winner in any of these bowl games. And like I said, the only thing I'm amazed is that more people – were you on the over in that Georgia game?
0: I had the over in the Georgia game, yeah.
2: (laughs) I mean, you didn't have to root to it. I thought they were going to bust 100 points. But the thing was, people were calling, like, every hour, and then right before the Rose Bowl – Brian, his phone blew up like it was New Year's Eve. Anything on the Rose Bowl? Of course. Anything? Anything? What's and, the next and, game? They and, love the game and that's he on said, TV. And he, said, and he said, yeah, we got the Timberwolves. These guys went crazy. <laughs> they, they went crazy.
0: That's right. You know, I mean, ahead, Mike. well, well we, Mike, we say that all the time. I mean, just because it's the game that's on TV, uh, if you're going to sit there and uh, try to get the best of a number or money management, sometimes the game that's the one that's on TV is the worst one to play.
1: Well, that, and we talked about it, like I said, for probably a month leading up to the bowl games where those lines are extremely sharp. They are the sharpest lines on the board. Why are you going to play a game that's it been out there where it's been moving back and forth for weeks? And it goes to overtime. So really, it was a coin flip game. You had no idea. It could have went either way. It was the last man standing scenario. And obviously with you know, the unfortunate circumstances for Oklahoma, they got that, you know, the field goal blocked, and then first play right after the field goal blocked, they got they ran it in in double overtime. So it's not a game that I want to sit there and bite my nails on when I know I have a clear edge in a late NBA game when they win by twenty points.
2: But I will say, like after that scenario, today is like a great night. You have teams like Calson playing Elon. I know you're very excited about that.
1: You
0: have <laughs> IUPUI. You discussed that last week. Uh, with y- me. Y- how They're... can how can you ignore the Hofstra
2: Northeastern yeah. game? I mean, how can you ignore that? You got Toledo, but wait a minute, wait a minute. You got Toledo, Buffalo, and, and Buffalo, and, Buffalo. and uh, by the maybe way, maybe there's some layover. Maybe the Bills are going to make Buffalo and basketball a better team. Who knows? Well,
0: well but you know what? I, and I will say this: that there are uh, with college basketball specifically, there, there's, a, there's something going to be happening here in college basketball. Conference play starting. So take all the excitement and the things you saw in the first 10, 12 games. Now you get to the fact where there's familiar. Familiarity breeds contempt, and games are played closer to the vest. And I will say this: a team like Buffalo, they had a kid that they just got to start playing. Wes Clark was a starting guard from Missouri who was ineligible until December sixteenth. So basically, you almost have to start over and say, "What am I dealing with now?" That's just one of how many basketball teams.
2: Yeah, I mean it's, and you and you have to look at each and every game and look and understand the tra- like you said. You talk about sc- travel schedules in the NHL; it couldn't be more. I mean look at the the weather we have obviously it's outdoor it's an indoor sporting event but people even if you're from a warm environment you're traveling to a cold environment even if you're playing indoors you still have to get acclimated so all these little things matter and like I said you know it's going to get more compelling because the minute football's over people get locked into college basketball and NBA in a big way and uh, you know again by the way I went against Portland State this weekend I went against it they were up 16 they blew the game and you know, so that I've be, been talking about Portland State every week. They are now officially ten and one. So you know, everything should smooth out, and that's the whole thing: is that streaks are made to be broken. And uh, except Vegas, they Man, don't they don't break.
0: Any I, 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 unbelievable! Tell me about it. And I and I can only assume uh, was there Finnish soccer this morning, Mike, or what was on the uh, plate right now? Morning? Manchester City is
1: two
2: nil against Watford at the half. While we're speaking, well done on the nil front. The nil, the nil. Yeah, and we're full-blown full, <laughs> full blown into literally – I've been doing a lot of – for guys, we can get into it tomorrow, Australian A-League. That starts about 12.30 in the morning in Vegas, which is 3.30 in the morning in Baltimore. So you're texting these guys on the East Coast right before they go to sleep. But you know what? If you can wake up a winner – or even a loser it's it's good fun
0: hey, listen, I just want to say this tomorrow. we we'll doing doing sports insider radio we'll be with you at ten o'clock right here on k s h p good stuff check out SportsInsiderRadio.com dot com along with john syndicate dot com number eight hundred eight eight zero seven five zero seven and I just wanted to say to you uh what a good guy you are, because when you come in the studio, and you will be back in a couple of weeks, literally, it's like when you come in here, it's like you bring aisle nine from Best Buy with you, and I called in, <laughs> and, and Judy well, was so excited that you got Judy, who runs the office there, an iPad, and you were teaching her how to use it, what a, John Claus, I mean, what a guy, a nice guy, that was Yeah, the-
1: well, yeah, it was actually an iMac,
2: so I just flipped her from a PC to a Mac, get her into the real world. But I will say I will be bringing all of my devices <laughs> January 16th and 17th in the office. Do By then security? we'll know a lot of the NBA, NFL. A lot, a lot, you'll know a lot of the NFL. Maybe the opening number will be up for the Super Bowl. Who knows? Um, I will say that there are certain games I'm playing now in the future's to win the Super Bowl, just as multiple teams. I don't know if you've gotten involved in any of that. Um, but there's a couple teams that uh, there's good value, and you can hedge back the other way if you get close.
0: All right. And in, and I mean this with all sincerity. I mean, it was true, unmitigated joy on my side. Uh, I know how you feel, uh, Mike. I really do.
2: <laughs> I mean, well, the funny thing that usually happens to the it. Bills, man. He just got it from the guy in Niagara. We said, you know, you live in Niagara, and the guy says to him, "Where are you located?" He says, "Baltimore." The guy starts laughing.
1: At him. I said, "You can't even get a break from a guy in Canada." Uh, I mean, go- the, truth, the truth is, Brian, it's not thanking the Bengals. You should be thanking the Ravens. We yeah, gave you and you know, an early New Year's gift.
0: Yeah, pretty much, pal. Yeah, you know, listen, yeah, you, know, you guys are good sports. JohnCenaika.com. We'll tomorrow. have Sports Insider Radio tomorrow, fellas. Have a great day. Happy New Year.
1: You got it. Happy, happy New Year.
2: year.
0: All right, Sportsbook Radio, thanks to the boys at johnsyndica.com, Vinny Maliulo and Bruce Marshall. Coming up next, Jeremy Gover from the Preds broadcast team will join us on Vegas Hockey Hotline. So we'll get some good information on the Preds side of the equation, but we'll also hear from a bunch of guys with the Golden Knights. Eric Tosi's actually going to got a conversation with him. Carlson gets the hat trick, so all the hats go on the ice. The Golden Knights are going to do something really unique and interesting with all the hats that they got from the hat-trick that Carlson scored. it's not throwing them in the trash. They're going to make a pretty cool display out of that. So we'll have that and more. Uh, we'll go into the locker room, talk about Shea Theodore, hear from him about the confidence level that he's playing with. Golden Knights, Predators coming up tonight. We love talking hockey with you. Don't forget, we'll be over at the Sun Coast on Friday, noon to 2, with Mike Lewis, and we're doing a hockey watch party, and that's Friday, 5 p.m., great prize giveaways going to be a lot of fun. Come hang out with us on Friday. We'll tell you more about it next on Vegas Hockey Hotline. Sports Talk. Big savings and more. AM 1400. KSHP. North Las Vegas. And KSHP.gov.
1: USA Radio News.
2: Well, the Obama policy on Iran uh, from the get-go essentially was a policy of appeasement. Uh, And it was exemplified in his reaction to the demonstrations in the summer of 2009.
1: Former ambassador to the United Nations John Bolton with some strong words for President Obama's foreign policy when it came to dealing with Iran. Now Iran's supreme leader blamed the protests in Iran on the enemies of Iran whom he said were meddling with its internal affairs. Following recent events the enemies have united and are using all their means Money, weapons, policies, and security services to create problems for the Islamic Republic. And tomorrow President Trump will meet with Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, House Speaker Paul Ryan, Senate Minority.